Running a sustainable and profitable service-based business doesn't have to mean hustle and losing your creativity. But amongst the noise online, it can be hard to figure out what works and what doesn't. The Secret Weapon Diaries, hosted by veteran service provider Gabrielle Chipier, is your go-to resource for discovering the best methods to attract quality clients and charge what you're worth so you can get back to creating portfolio-worthy work that you love. And if you want more, visit secretweapon.club for access to free resources and a community of secret weapons just like you. So, let's get started. Welcome to the Secret Weapon Diaries. I'm Gabrielle and I help creatives build sustainable and profitable businesses so that they can attract the best clients, charge what they're worth, and fall in love with their work again. Now in this episode, we're gonna talk about how you can grow your creative business by identifying three tricky little mindset patterns that kind of trip us up as service providers. Now, before we begin, if you're looking for more resources or to join a community of secret weapons just like you, I encourage you to go visit secretweapon.club and you can check out everything I've got going on for you there. All right, so let's talk about these three mindset patterns. And I also wanna give you some actionable advice so that you can uh, really defeat those and get over them and start making progress in your business rather than staying stuck. Now, these are all mindset patterns that I've been plagued by in my own career and in my own business, and they're really, really common in service providers. So I want to share with you a little bit more about them here today. Now, the first mindset pattern that really trips us up is that we feel like we're not at a certain level or we need to learn more in order to get to some sort of you know, specific level or some sort of specific designation in order to be more valuable to our clients or charge more or to work with a certain uh, quality of client. But really that's not the case. So your skills do not determine your worth. And that's something that I've come across really quite a lot in my own career and in my own business because I went through this period of always trying to learn more. Okay, I wanted to learn how to create bots. I wanted to learn how to use this program. I wanted to create, you know, marketing automations. I needed to constantly learn more and more in order to feel as though I was valuable. But one more skill or one more, you know, piece of knowledge about a new piece of software or something like that is not going to drastically change you. Now, clients don't really care about how good you are at Photoshop or you know whether you know a specific platform. What they really want is results. Everything else, as Marie Forleo is fond of saying, is figure-outable. Everything's a Google search away. So the big way that you can get over this is by selling something you're not 100% comfortable with. I know it sounds a little bit scary. <laughs> so whether it's um, a skill that you're just kind of dabbling your toes in, or whether it's a piece of software or a new platform that you've been starting to work with, or maybe it's a bigger package or something that you haven't offered before. Now, when we sell this and when we actually start working on it in a paid capacity, this really gives us a confidence boost and it really helps to kick that little mindset pattern in the butt so that we don't have to worry about it anymore. 
So if you have a new skill that you've been working on, if you feel like you want to get into a new type of service or a new uh, way of working with your clients, go sell it. It's the best way to get yourself over that little mindset hump. So the second mindset pattern that we want to talk about today is we feel like we need more clients to be successful. And oh my goodness. So we go through those feast and famine cycles, right? We feel like we don't have enough clients. We need more clients. We have too many clients. We need to pull, pull, you know, put the brakes on and pull back. And this kind of locks us in this more client trap. And it keeps us always on the hunt for more. We feel like we need another client and another client and another client. But when that feeling strikes us, what really happens is that we aren't able to serve our existing clients as properly as we can. We can be profitable with less clients. And it's all about making sure that the clients we do have are quality over quantity. So I don't know about you, but I built a thriving business on really serving a handful of clients. And it didn't make me feel like I needed to get more and more because I was constantly working with some really high quality clients. So now the best way to get over this little mindset pattern is to go in and revive your old clients. So this could be as simple as reaching out and just saying, hey, you know, we haven't worked with each other in a while. I'd really love to know if you have any projects coming up or if there's any way that I can help you. I do X, Y, and Z just to, you know, jog your memory. Um, how can we work together moving forward? And it could be even more advanced. You could go and stalk your old clients a little bit more. You could say, hey, you know, I see that you're now offering this product or you're now doing this service, or I see you're running a promotion uh, coming up next month for, you know, your company's anniversary. How can I support you in working on that project? You know, do you need landing pages built? Do you want an email campaign created? Um, can I do some graphic design for you for this promotion? So. When you do that, you're really nurturing this client garden that you've created rather than constantly being on the hunt for more and more. So you're kind of more of a gatherer than a hunter in this aspect. Um, oh, and before I forget, um, if you want the free audiobook version of the Secret Weapon book, uh, definitely go check out secretweapon.club. You can go sign up. You can get the audiobook version completely for free. Um, I'd love to give you that as my gift to you. So go check that out now. So the third mindset pattern that I find really gets us, and this is a little bit of a tricky one, so we're going to talk about it a little bit more than the others, is imposter syndrome. Now, it's a very, very prevalent term, especially in the service providers, especially with creative professionals. We feel like we're not enough, like we're an imposter, and that we can't possibly serve people to a certain level without, you know, either getting over it or, you know, being better than we are. And I have definitely suffered from this and it doesn't go away. So <laughs> let's just keep that in mind. But here's the thing. Imposter syndrome is not the bad thing that people make it out to be. Imposter syndrome means that you care. It means that you are worried about letting down people. It means that you're worried about bringing quality work to your clients. And it means that you actually are concerned about your ability to serve these people. And that's actually a hallmark of a secret weapon. So a hired gun, someone who is just looking to get the money and run, is not worried about these things, really, if you think about it. 
But the real problem that comes with imposter syndrome, it's not imposter syndrome itself. The real problem that comes with it is the inaction and the fear that stops us from moving forward when it raises its head. So it's not so much imposter syndrome, it's the fear and inaction that comes with it that is the real problem. So it stops us moving forward and we don't do what we need to do. We don't put out that post, we don't reach out to that client, we don't bid on that project, we don't um, offer a service because we feel like we'll be thought of as not enough. So now here's the way to get over imposter syndrome. The first thing is to accept it and embrace it because we're all going to feel it all the time. It doesn't go away, but really you have to embrace it and realize that that's an indicator that you are a secret weapon and that you're doing things well. <laughs> so you need to kind of own it. So. Once I realized that my imposter syndrome wasn't actually holding me back, it was actually the fact that I wasn't moving forward when I felt that imposter syndrome, that's when I was able to realize that I could just keep going and feel it anyway. So we need to feel that imposter syndrome and we need to feel it anyway. So here's a recap. Here's what we know. There's three mindset patterns that really hold back creative professionals. The first is thinking you need more skills or to be better at your actual job or your career in order to be in order to be valuable in order to provide quality services. And we can beat that mindset pattern by offering something that we're not 100% confident in, selling a bigger package, uh, connecting to a client that's a little bit that we thought maybe we'd never be able to work with before, or offering something that we're not 100% comfortable with. The second mindset pattern is feeling like you need more clients in order to be successful. And the real, like the really best way to beat this is to realize that you don't need more, you need better. And you need to nurture your existing clients so that they can either become better or find higher quality clients so that you don't need more, you're just um, nurturing a overflowing garden rather than constantly being on the hunt for more. And then the third is letting imposter syndrome stop us from taking action. Now, we can beat that imposter syndrome by feeling it and doing it anyway. We can accept that it has a value and we can realize that you know it's not going to go away and we're just gonna have to do it anyway. So once you become aware of these three tricky little mindset patterns, um, they don't ever really go away. That's the thing about mindset, right? What happens is that we become more aware of them and we're able to just either acknowledge them and do what we're going to do anyway, or we can move past them and we can bring in different mindsets that overrule them that are stronger. So if you want to build your creative business without these roadblocks, then becoming aware of them is really the first step. So if you're interested in going deeper on any of this and even more, then I definitely recommend you check out secretweapon.club. I've got a lot of freebies and resources there, and you can join the Secret Weapon Club community Facebook group where we talk about all of this and more, and we'd love to have you in there. So that's it for me in this episode. And if you liked it, if you got anything out of it, please leave a like, a share, or a review. Um, all of that means so much to me, and I would absolutely really appreciate it. So that's it for me. Bye for now. And we'll see you next week.
Thanks for tuning into this week's Secret Weapon Diaries. Join me again next week as we continue discussing how you can grow a profitable and sustainable service-based business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you in the comments or in the reviews. If you'd like to go deeper, make sure to visit secretweapon.club and check out the free resources, plus access a community of secret weapons just like you.